0: So good evening, good evening. Mm-hmm. welcome for thank you so much for coming We are still discussing Srila Rupa Goswami's Upadesha Amrita We've given quite a few talks on this and we'll finish up in the next couple or three weeks (laughs) (laughs) So how significant is it these foundational teachings will become apparent as we Come to these uh, concluding verses from the Amrita uh, wherein the higher subjects are touched upon in some with some specific specific application in the uh, practitioner's life, some application that from our viewpoint, from our current stand in devotional practice may seem uh, quite beyond our reach, but it has to be reached for nonetheless. So we have to strive for attainment in a practical way. The goal of this path of devotional service and the goal we strive for is it seems unattainable but we have one very significant thing going in our favor and that is the magnanimity of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Namo Mahabharanaya Krishna Prima Purdayate. There's really been no manifestation of the Supreme Lord that has come and with such vigor distributed the highest to the lowest. Uh, That has not been there before. That in and of itself is all that's required. Uh, Krishna's uh, coming as a devotee and desiring the the benefit of, of everyone, every living entity. Despite his desire in that regard, we fight against it. <laughs> and uh, that is our great misfortune. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself speaks of that misfortune in the second verse of the Sik-sastika. I have, I am so unfortunate, I have no attraction for these holy names. Which brings us to the discussion this evening which centers on the 7th verse of Upadesha Amrita which deals with an analogy that explains the nature of the conditioned living entity gaining entrance into the spiritual realm so this entrance is gained uh, for the conditioned living entity through the vehicle of sound sound vibration of the supreme uh, gives some opportunity so Srila Rupa Goswami gives an analogy here that allows us to understand why even though this sound representation is actually Krishna himself is the supreme and as Sri Chaitanya pointed out in Siksastikam his name alone has all his potencies well what's all of Krishna's potencies that means all of Krishna's potencies his name, form, quality and pastimes all are contained in the holy name through this holy name all these things are there and of course the the very most intimate sweetness, which is his mass manifestation of loving relationships in Vraj with his topmost devotees, who who are, who are their love is, is nothing can stop it. They're, they're, that's why they're, they're called Raghatmikas. They're rag, Their their taste is unquenchable although Krishna's can, can, he can quench whatever the living entity desires he cannot quench this thirst that his devotees have for him in Raj but he does a good job of it and there's a constant competition between this desire for uh, having Krishna uh, continually and uh, and this these periods when Krishna is not there and the desire increases to an unimaginable state. And then Krishna appears again. And this competition goes on. And on. So back to the analogy. Rupa Goswami is explaining in this verse. the nature of Krishna's name and the first introduction to the conditioned soul into the arena of devotional practice even Krishna's name form qualities and pastimes which are like sweet sugar candy are distasteful to one whose tongue is afflicted by the jaundice of ignorance Shut Krishna Nama Charitadi Sitapya Vija Pito Patapta Rasanasya Na Rochika Nu Kintwavda darad Anu Dinam Kalu shaiva Justa Swadvi Kraman bhavati. Tad. Gadamula hantri. however when one constantly and faithfully chants the holy name of Krishna and becomes absorbed in his divine attributes then gradually they become sweet and one's ignorance is destroyed at the root now the uh, one of the versions of Upadesha Mrita that we're Taking uh, knowledge from for this series of classes uh, contains uh, three commentaries. Contains the commentaries of Sri Radharaman Das Goswami. This is one of the descendants of the uh, Goswami families of Vrindavan in charge with Radharaman Raman. Uh, Bhaktivedanta Thakur and Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami. Now this particular commentary, these three commentaries in relationship with Upadesha Ramrita, Rupa Goswami's Upadesha Ramrita uh, were presented in English uh, by translating a Hindu edition uh, by uh, Bhaktivedanta Narayan Maharaj. So we have we have here access into these three commentaries and then we're also for these series of classes uh, uh, reading and presenting what is there from Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Goswami Swami and his Divine Grace AC Bhakti Vedanta Swami who presented Upadeshamrita in a book called Nectar, Nectar of Instruction <clears throat> So this particular version that uh, Narayan Maharaj has given us, this tra- Hindu translation, has been given by his disciples, um, uh, is interesting in that they take a different approach to the word to word. They present the word to word for word translation um, in a way that goes with what we would consider an English translation of the verse in the same order so I thought on this verse I'd share that with you to give you a little bit of an entrance into this it's a it's a very interesting and unique way to present a word-for-word word translation so it's not the 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 Sanskrit words are not in order they're in the order that they would be in English. So, nu, aho, uh, sita api, even the delightfully sweet sugar candy, Krishna nama charitadi, of Sri Krishna's name, form, qualities, and pastimes, na shut, is not rochika, tasteful rasa to the tongue. Upatapta, that is afflicted, pita, by the jaundice, avidya of ignorance, or in other words, he who is afflicted by the ignorance born of being indifferent to Krishna from a time without beginning. Again, we cannot trace out when the jivatma, I mean. Krishna tells us in Bhagavad Gita through instruction to Arjuna uh, never was a, to- that I, a time when I did not exist Nahanyate, nanyate 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 riyate, can't can't trace out the beginning the time when you did not exist I've always existed, you've always existed. So here we see the nature of anadi karma. That the jivas within the material realm who are seeking enjoyment there, they've never had a taste for the Lord's holy name. Ignorance, this ignorance has covered them since time immemorial kintu but kalu certainly saeva that very sugar candy of Krishna's names activities and so forth justa when taken therapeutically anudinam constantly adharat with respect or faith kramat Then, gradually, bhavati, it becomes swadvi, very tasteful, hantri, and destroys mula to the root tadgada, that disease of indifference to Krishna, which is expressed in the form of absorption in mundane sense enjoyment. So, I thought that was very nice to see the way we can take these words and we can, you know, put it in, in an English rendering. So this is done throughout this edition of Upadeshamrita. Uh, all the verses are presented in this way. So, the root. Adarat. Interesting word. Adarat. With respect or faith, uh, gradually kramat well, where do we have heard that recently in our in our studies in relationship to Rupa Goswami's verse in Bhakti Rasa Rita Sindhu at the very end of those two verses together that present the stages of progressive devotional service Adashraddha, Tata Sadhu, Sangotha, Bhajana Kriya. So at the very end, Padur bave Bhavet Krama. Padur Bhave Bhavet Krama. Sadakanam Ayam prema to Sadaka reaches to the stage of praying Padur Bhavai Bhavet Krama. Step by step. So here also we're seeing when Rupa Goswami's talking about destroying the disease of ignorance at its root, uprooting ignorance, not cutting it off. You can cut ignorance off but if the root remains, it's going to sprout again. So here he's talking specifically about uprooting ignorance. If we look at that in relationship with the gyani, we can get some understanding. The gyani can cut ignorance with the sword of knowledge but the root of ignorance remains he attains his supposed destination but once there he's not fully satisfied and that seedling is still there the root is still there there's every possibility of fall down the bhakta is not doesn't fall into that category. Even the yogi falls into that category. He attains his cities, or he, you know, he he advances in uh, in uh, to the stage of liberation. And if he hasn't yet reached perfection, then there's a possibility that again he will be drugged back down because it's not uprooted. The Bhakti, on the other hand, even though he's unsuccessful, he's the, the uprooting of ignorance has begun and the root is dying just by the touch of Bhakti. It's like some, we well, we put some, uh, well we don't like to use roundup <laughs> we don't like that stuff anyway but the same thing is there we may put something on some natural uh, <laughs> uh, natural thing may be applied the root will die so this is, this is the same with bhakti bhakti actually is, is taking the root and even if you're unsuccessful the root is already beginning to dry up and even you run back and somehow or other material nature takes you for some time uh, it will not endure you will not be satisfied having once tasted the sweetness of devotional life uh, that's not going to work for you it's just not going to work you can try as hard as you can I've gone, brother, I've seen, I've tried myself. It just doesn't work. <laughs> so this particular um, approach to uh, the word-for-word uh, uh, translations is uh, referred to in this particular version of Upadesha. Rita is an Anvaya. anvaya. We've reviewed pretty pretty thoroughly in all, all our other classes regarding foundational this, uh, this particular analogy of, of the, jo- the taste of devotional service not being there because of our ignorance and our ignorance being not knowing who we really are and because we don't recognize our spiritual self uh, we have some attraction for, uh, for material things which are not enduring, which have no relationship with us uh, uh, due to ignorance. So Sambandha Gyan is required, Sambandha, and gradually the ignorance is abated as we take the holy name, as we, as we, as, as we associate with the holy name with what? With some good intent what's the word used here? Uh, taking it therapeutically, just justa, and constantly, Anu dinam, need to chant, regularly, constantly. Uh, an adorat with respect, with faith. This is important, I think, to put in perspective. With respect and faith. Respect and faith is, is not dogma and blind following. Respect and faith means we recognize the profound depth and sincerity that we see in our spiritual master. And that we, we have a deep appreciation for that. And that appreciation for his spiritual character is what fuels our devotional practice. We recognize that without the grace of the spiritual master, no one makes any advancement. He is that inspiration for our practice, but he's not only the inspiration that pushes us to daily strive for that which seems unattainable to us due to our position, but he is that external manifestation of Krishna's compassion and mercy that awards us unlimitedly for this for the littlest of offering that we may give. We may give a lifetime to become eternally situated in Krishna's in a in a relationship with Krishna. What what a price? One lifetime? A dozen? A hundred? A thousand? ten thousand? One of Lord Chaitanya's associates who he made a little mistake. He had an operade creep in, and he, uh, he associated with, uh, with the wrong people, and it came to Lord Chaitanya's attention, and he was not very pleased with him. And I don't want to see him again. He's not, a, he's not allowed to have audience of me. All the devotees were like, oh my, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> you can't see Lord Chaitanya, He doesn't want to see you. You know, you can imagine. The Guru says, no, I don't want to, nothing to do with him. What would we feel like? And if you bring it up again, you can go with him, and you're not allowed back. Oh, my gosh. So they're like, we can't even, we can't, there's nothing, we can't even make a plea on your behalf. or well, we will be in the same place you are. One devotee said, "Can we at least tell him when? Is there some time in the future?" And I forget what was it—ten uh, thousand years, ten thousand lifetimes, God. ten thousand lifetimes. And the devotee, ten thousand lifetimes. He was dancing, and this is great. And I will have. I will again have. Lord Chaitanya's association in 10,000 lifetimes, no problem, I, I, I should be banned for millions of lifetimes, but 10,000 because I associated with the wrong crowd and heard from the Mayavadis should, be, should have been much longer, 10,000 is good, I can handle that. He was a joyful, he was, he was ecstatic again I can have I can have So, this is so important to understanding what's going on here with this particular verse that even though we may have so many shortcomings if we can approach with respected faith our service our spiritual master Deities, the holy name, the practice itself of sadhana bhakti, not with with as much, well, Utsahannis jayad enthusiasm, uh, confidence, patience. Uh, those things need to be there uh, as much as we can muster. But in the right attitude, in the right attitude means with the level of humility that allows me to pursue this, knowing how extremely profound this opportunity is. I have a lifetime where I have guru, where I have an opportunity to chant the holy name. Even though it may not be the best of chanting, Maybe maybe I, I'm like Sri she, she, she Tanya. I am so unfortunate. I actually have no taste. The jaundice has overtaken my tongue and I cannot taste the holy name. Even though that's my position, um, still this is such a rare opportunity. And if we have that kind of a deep respect for the for what's been offered to us through the grace of Lord Chaitanya's Sankirtan movement we will progress nicely and the avidya that knowledge itself of how significant this is that knowledge itself is the knowledge that will destroy the ignorance that is not allowing us to taste the sweetness of the Holy Name Now we'll go on, Rupa Goswami goes on in the next verse to explain the significance of bhajan. Bhajan, that's such a high topic when we think of bhajan. How do we, I mean, we're talking about someone entering into the the deepest realms of, of meditative thought on Krishna's most intimate pastimes, that's our goal. Our goal is to enter into that deepest of of, of level of transcendental uh, thought, so that we can develop the deepest uh, spiritual emotion in loving exchange with Krishna so very high topic it's interesting all the commentators when we look at these two verses first one giving us some indication of how the sotika goes from having no taste that the holy name that the process itself is difficult for him jaundice there's it's it's not sweet, it's bitter, it's rough, it's difficult it's it's forced, it's like medicine it's like therapy. what to speak of the 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 the, the physical aspects of engaging in devotional practice under good guidance of the guru. What to speak of the psychological difficulties that we go through. This is a complete readjustment of our whole psychology. I'm the center of my universe and all of a sudden I'm lower than the strong street. Whoa, that's like, that's major. That's a major rewrite here. We're talking about, you know, take the, uh, you know, what do you call that? Uh, a sketch thing, you know and, and sh- turning it upside down and, and starting all over again. Everything that we've based our whole existence on is now absolutely of no significance. And therefore the Vedas have all these sh- all these other, okay, all right. Let me give you Avarna Ashram Dharma here, okay, if you're in this class or that class or you feel this way or that way, if you're psychologically uh, uh, affiliate yourself with that kind or this kind of a person, if you have characteristics like this, your Swabhav is to be, you know, a businessman or a a, a leader or a a saintly guy. if you want to be all about goodness or if you want if you're all about just uh working hard and you really have whatever you are well we'll take that and we'll we'll mix it in with a little devotion stir up the pot and that little bit of devotion will will hopefully hopefully you'll see as we work you from karma yoga where Here's the fruits, and you get the, you know, to go to heaven, and you have the, you know, the heavenly delights, and the singing, the dancing, the lifetime that lasts forever, uh, you know, far out airplanes, so many things uh, we can't even imagine, you know, amazing palaces. I mean, it's heaven. Whatever you conceive of heaven. Well, that doesn't even begin to touch upon it. We read in the Bhagavatam these things about and not only that, not only do you get to go there and live and, and, and experience everything you could possibly imagine if you follow these karmic instructions. Let's follow this Dharma this Dharma, this varnashram dharma and get you whatever you want in material life. Now we're going to put a little bit of devotional service in there in different places. We're going to plant some seeds along the way. But you do this and you're going to get to go to heaven and you're going to get whatever you want. You're going to get all mystic opulences. and uh, Oh, and there's a little worship of Vishnu in here at this point. So you do have to follow that. That's part of the Vardashram Dharma. A little bit of uh, you know transcendental... Trickery, I guess you would call it there, yeah. Till we come to these Gaudias. (laughs) To these Gaudias, and there's, you know, yeah, they don't really mix, mix that up too much. They're not real interested in saying, well, all right, you can do mixed devotional service. You know, these gurus are like, no, we don't want nothing to do with that. You don't want nothing to do with that. Time is short. You could die tomorrow. Even a five-year-old Bhakta is saying to his schoolmates who are just the youngest, what, Kumar, just young kids, like, come on. You don't (laughs) want to play. So this is the nature of these Bhaktas. They have such a taste. They no longer have to struggle with this this taste of, of ignorance that impedes the sweetness of Krishna's holy name, the sweetness of his form, of his qualities and his pastimes this sweetness is there naturally we should be naturally able to taste it but no, we have ignorance and ignorance is our jaundice and that jaundice makes it very difficult But in this particular time, this particular age of mankind, once in a day of Brahma, almost noon, almost high noon, and along comes Sri Caitanya Mahaprabhu in the wake of Krishna Himself, who comes once in that day and says, Here, people without any qualification. Even you have no background in Vedic knowledge. Even you have no background in high birth. Even you're born in the wrong society. You're born over there with the meat eaters in Western civilization. Even there, I'm going to go with this gracious dispensation. Even you're not born in my land. I'm going to go to your land. I'm coming to your land. I'm sending my empowered devotee to your land. And give you an opportunity to do this. Hari Nam Sankirtan. Just do it. I realize it's rough in the beginning, but I have gurus and they're inspiring. Just listen to them. Just open your ear. Open your ear. And do that in the proper frame of mind, even if it's difficult. Follow their simple instruction. Chant the holy name, even if it doesn't taste good. Don't offend my devotees, even if it's hard and you've offended every living entity you've ever come in contact with in this material realm. Because that's what we do on this plane. We live at the cost of everything we come in contact with. Our whole life is a life of taking the life of another. Either their physical life or their emotional life or in some way we exploit others for us. Even in the name of love we do this. I'm doing this because I love you. Gaudiers are not very, very much sympathetic to that kind of love, which is really not love at all, but a taking. in the name of love. It's like the new, the new era now, the Bhakti, you know, everybody's into bhakti. So you have all the yogi teachers out there that are into bhakti. We're going to have a bhakti seminar and we're going to talk about bhakti and everybody should join bhakti because bhakti's the big thing and we'll have our bhakti kirtan. Bhakti intensive. An intensive and a cleansing and a bhakti, you know, hey, whatever sells. Uh, but they have no idea who the bhakti's for because they really think they still think the bhakti's for me. The bhakti's for me. And that's not the gaudiest viewpoint at all. The bhakti's for Krishna. So the taste is difficult. If we can come to it with the right consciousness, with the right approach, then gradually, it will become very sweet. How sweet? Unimaginably sweet. So I mentioned that all the commentators, when they talk about this particular verse, they talk specifically about progressive devotional practice because of this krama. Step by step. So they bring out Jiva They use Jiva Goswami's verse. Adal to tasadu, and they all say it starts with faith. Then it comes to, to, to some meeting the sadhu and meeting him in the right way and respecting him in the right way and making approach to the practice in the right way, the methodology, the sadhana So the methodology has to be done properly. The medicine has to be administered by a physician. Now we can go to the library and we can, we can pull out all the medical books in the world but can we really diagnose fully our disease? Generally not. It's, it's, that would be extremely rare. So we do need the guru. The guru knows this is the disease and he can see how it's presenting in me. I have these tendencies. I have this nature, Swabava. I have this nature. I, I, so who take that nature that I have, and he will, he will mold that propensity in a way that I can serve and, and, and engage in the process without too much difficulty, because he knows in due course, what is bitter will become sweet. What is difficult will become easy. If I can just keep you in the process long enough, it's going to work. Our problem is our impatience. Our impatience leads to so many misconceptions. All of a sudden, well, I've been here for 20 years. Why don't I feel anything? Well, think about that. Is everybody around the same as you? Do they all feel nothing? Well, no, he's actually doing pretty good. He's only been here two years. We have to look practically. What's going on with us? If the taste isn't coming, let's see where to look first. Let's look here first. We can't put demands on bhakti. Bhakti is going to do her thing in due course. We all don't come with the same level of disease. And even if we do, maybe bhakti wants our love to develop in a different way. So she's going to be more, she's going to deal with us differently because she wants us to serve Krishna in a particular mood she knows that's what we desire we desire that mood and that mood is so high that mood that your guru has that selflessness that you aspire for that you see in him that you want to come to you is so high we have to take some real time here I mean Krishna is so simple compared to Vraj. Of course, we don't look at it that way. All devotees are the greatest blessing in the world and they're all serving their their Supreme Lord in such a magnificent manner. But in my guru, I want that kind of love. And Bhakti's saying, well, okay, but all right. We can do that. No problem. He wants you to have it. I want you to have it. I want to give you all facility for it. But don't be beating me on the head when it, you find out it's going to take some real you know, mopping them, scrubbing them in the heart of them. You know? <laughs> it's this is, this is You want the biggest, the highest, the most outrageous thing. No one gets this. This we don't give. Krishna doesn't easily even he doesn't ever but well Lord Chaitanya does so therefore I have to facilitate Lord Chaitanya's mood coming as a devotee he wants everybody to be so yes we'll do it but it may require a little Dariyat little patience little saintliness Dira becoming a little bit sober <laughs> sober about wow this is such a high thing. So as we go forward and we finish these last few verses, we're going to touch upon, as much as we can, getting a, a, an idea of what, how high is this? How high is this? How high are those devotees who have got past the bitter taste of the mouth? What are they? Where are where? Where is that plane of spiritual life where they've got that taste? It's finally become sweet, and then the sweetness is magnified beyond our imagination. Where the where where the devotee wants millions of tongues and hundreds of millions of ears. It's not enough. Who made this body with this limitation? The holy name is so sweet. And from that plane, they're able to walk away from material life, reside in the holy dom, and live on the holy name exclusively, throwing knowledge away, throwing sadhana away, throwing all the archana away, that's spoken of when we talk about these devotees that dive deep into the holy name to enter into Krishna's eightfold pastimes this is deep 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 and we want to go there and we wonder why it didn't happen overnight <laughs> it's well worth the wait and that kind of approach will serve us well I'll stop there are there any questions yes I thought it was interesting I mean I've never thought it this way that the ignorance is that we are indifferent the source of our ignorance is that we are indifferent to Krishna I thought it to be maybe a negative but it's kind of like indifference we just don't care about him we have no knowledge that's what the guru comes for give us some little glimpse it's like in our practice if we don't take it seriously if we are indifferent to our sadhana or indifferent to our practice it's our ignorance it's indifference to Krishna Indifference to the Guru, indifference to the Holy Name, who's coming so graciously to us, who have no qualification. What a what a boon we have! So that indifference that is manifest because because of ignorance, and that indifference results in the fact that in the beginning it's a little bitter. But as the indifference dissipates, the sweetness begins. Thank you so much for your association. Hare Krishna.